Three, two, one. We're on. We are back. Yeah. We did the flash rankings of the seasons. Now we're going to finish it with Arrow. Because we were going to do it all in one video, but then the internet was being unkind to us. Yeah. So what better way to compensate than to do a second part? Why not? And I think everyone understands the bearings of situations of pandemics. I mean, being on Zoom calls. I was on a Zoom call Friday. I was supposed to be, but because of the internet and not having it on time, I couldn't do the Zoom call I was supposed to have. But Oh, you know, it's that's a, rough. Well, it's the pandemic, and I, I think they understood because I was like, uh, it didn't work out because of internet right now. And it, no, it's what happens without being meeting people face-to-face now, so. Yeah, that makes sense, but, which is why we've had to kind of shift our schedule a little bit with these podcasts, so <laughs> I hope you guys understand that we're doing the best we can with the pandemic going on and stuff, but yep. we're making it work. Yeah, and trying to make it, I'm trying to make it all very easy to still understand from you coming in from your side of the phone and me coming in from my side of the phone and video talking with each other. Um, it doesn't sound absolutely normal like we're in face-to-face. It's because we're not actually it's a, Exactly. So anything that seems like it's a normal podcast, it's all because of Zach's wonder work. So g- oh, give wonder. him a little round of applause if you think about it sometime <laughs> just because, just I mean, th- this is all him. Like, he is the genius behind I, all this. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. All right, so uh, the arrow rankings, Okay. All right. Yeah. The one, so we didn't get to last time. Get to the now. Yeah, I think we could kind of... We, we did do this before. I didn't really... Because of internet problems. Um, I think we both had the same... Did we both have the same first two ratings? I know... I definitely remember what my rankings are in the bottom of the list in uh, all of the rankings of the seasons of Arrow. But especially the bottom. We, we, had, the, we had the same last place one, but I okay. think we had a little bit different for 7 through 5. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I would say my least favorite to recap is uh, season uh, season four, which there's no season question four! is the worst season of Arrow from anyone's mind. It, it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, Don't it, even it, watch it. It's... Mm-hmm. It makes people want to I leave mean, the show. Well, we've already discussed it, but again, to this podcast, it's not a very good season. It really isn't, it's and it's funny because a lot of people that I talk to have that same viewpoint. They left Arrow after watching season four, mm. and I almost thought about leaving Arrow after that myself, after it being so bland and awful, but thankfully I didn't because got some good stuff after that, Yeah, obviously, since you know season four is in last place, I but yeah, it's, yeah. it's just bad. It really... The, the villain's bad. Yeah. The, the plot is bad. Mm-hmm. Felicity. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I need to go on any further? I mean, had a rock, oh. didn't have a rock, got the rock back. Never had the rock to begin with. Oh, what's a flashback? You know. Oh, and, and in case if you're confused, what that means is dealing with the flashbacks, which are confusing in and of themselves. So <laughs> we, we try. We do the best we can to make it make sense. <laughs> Obviously, I'm they joking, did. but it's that confusing and not really well written i would say the flashbacks would probably suffer from not connecting at all with the present day circumstances i mean this is a prime example of a series trying to do something that Mm -hmm. is goes against the show Mm -hmm. arrow is not a magic show okay Mm -hmm. 
It isn't. It is a gritty drama mm-hmm. that is not dealing with magic and sorceries and whatever that season dealt with. Because I only watched it once, goodness. Mm-hmm. But that's just not what Arrow is. And them trying to incorporate that into Arrow was the start of the downfall. And adding the stupid drama of of Felicity and mm-hmm. oh, makes me grit my teeth even just thinking about it. Yeah, oh. it's not good. And I would say on our um, on ours, but definitely on everybody's. Like that that season's definitely like a failure. I mean, I'm pretty sure the writers know it's a failure because every season after that they go away from magic. Um, mm-hmm. They. They wreck on Laurel's death. They avoid the Felicity. I mean, they do have, they try to patch it together, but they try to avoid that much drama as they had in season four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even as awkward as it is, they try to avoid that. Yeah. And uh, my, uh, I guess, I think this is where we differed. My, I think, seventh favorite or second uh, worst one that I probably don't like as much is uh, season seven. I mean, I know we probably differ on that one. Yeah, because I have season six as my second to least favorite. And uh, season six is, you know, it's it's not anything of the top three. But for me, season seven is just something that, you know, we we discussed this and to reiterate that to be our official podcast episode here, season seven Mm -hmm. was supposed to be the finale. It was supposed to be the end of the season. And it just... It was. It didn't end well in such a way that they had to bring it back for season eight to get Stephen Amount to... He got paid more. They wanted to make it a you know the best hits of Arrow, and that's just not what season seven was. Even though the best part, and we would agree, because you do like the season some some parts of it. Best part yeah. when it has a prison break aspect to it. The other yes. parts of it, I hate. The first half of the season is the best part of yeah. season seven, which is why I rank season seven at number six mm. because I love that first half so much. Hmm. Oliver being in prison and having people that he put in prison dealing with him and everything like that is cool. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but they also make Diaz a better villain than mm-hmm. he was in season six, introducing him late into the game. They flesh him out a little bit more this season and it makes it better ju- just from my perspective. Like all that is great. Hmm. But the second half is when it goes bad and it, it's just it's just awful. Yeah. You know, that when they bring back Emiko and have this whole plot line of, oh, hey, I'm your long lost sibling that we didn't know about till now. And I'm actually evil and mm-hmm. care about me, even though we don't care about her because mm-hmm. she's not that good. Yeah. So I would agree like that. That's that's I could see you uh, putting it that way because. Uh, the second half is that bad, mm-hmm. but to me, that first half is so ex- more exciting than anything that happens in season six. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I I put it higher than season six personally. But I can see why you view that because yeah, season seven yeah. should be the final season. Mm-hmm. It really should, but yeah. they they didn't. Yeah, season seven, uh, like uh, it's not like a failure. Like season four is like it doesn't make you want to leave the show. It's just. Not my favorite. And after he got out of prison, I just... And I'm pretty sure everyone agreed. It just kind of went down a, a really rough slope. Because you didn't really know what they were doing with Amiko. And then when they revealed... She I don't think a, they even knew either. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that if you don't have a destination with your villain. And how that resolves with your hero. Then if it resolves poorly. um, You know, it's just... It, it, it's, it's not very good. 
And uh, I think we also differ on our, our sixth one because my sixth one or my sixth favorite is not is not uh, six. Six is higher. Minus season three, and I, I know that's another difference that we probably had. Yeah. But and I we've we talked about it before. And just to reiterate, I think season three just goes too dark and it's too Batman, and that's my biggest problem is it's too yeah. Batman. Um, yeah, not like he's not bad being Batman. I just don't like it. I I, I think it would have, and the flashbacks aren't very great. I mean, it starts into the season four part with Felicity, um, and I just I mean, Raoul Al Ghul is a interesting villain, but like it just doesn't belong with the Green Arrow. Like I think his best villains are ones that are personal to the island, you know, and. Mm-hmm have something to connect with a flashback of some kind or is bad his his dark days let's put it that way i mean even prometheus was connected to his past his dark past but razagul yeah. has nothing to deal with oliver in the past or present so it, i mean i just think it's too batman so that's my mm-hmm. third least favorite my sixth favorite i guess you could say yeah i mean i, I could see why you feel that way i mean i had that at number five they yeah. got to my top five Unfortunately, like I, I don't want to, uh, my five, six, seven, eight to be in my top five, but I have to. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's it's a season that I kind of didn't care for as much when I first watched it, but I've watched it a few times and I've grown to appreciate it. I mean, I I get what you're saying, and I and I agree. Mm-hmm. Like the Raza cool stuff isn't really interesting. A, they got a bland actor to play him. Yeah. I mean, Matt Nabel, I think that's what his name is. He, he didn't really do anything with that character. And I think it kind of took a while to really get somewhere with him. Because we don't really get introduced to him until that mid-season finale, which mm-hmm. I think is great, him fighting all over on the mountain. Like, I, I think that's, that's a cool moment. But, you know, him becoming Rats al Ghul and stuff, I do agree that is kind of more Batman-ish. And the whole plot line of him trying to earn his trust. Very, mm-hmm. it feels forced, but it also feels, uh, it feels predictable because you know that he's not going to turn on his friends and stuff. Yeah. So it, it just is kind of an end goal that you know is not going to turn out that well because you know that he's not going to turn. He's not going to become Rachel Ghoul. So, so, you know, it, I mean, it's not great. And the flashbacks, obviously, they, they go to to China, which is, is stupid because in the opening of Arrow, you mm-hmm. have him say that he was on an island for five years. Yeah. That didn't say, oh, I was on an island for two years, and I went to China for a few months, mm-hmm. then I went back home, mm-hmm. then I went back to China for a few months, then went back to an island, then went to Russia before going back to the island and getting saved. Like, that's not what that beginning of the show said. Mm -hmm. It it just feels like they introduced aspects in season one because he's Chinese in season one and knows who China White is. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how are we going to have to explain this? Oh, hey, let's go to China. And Mm -hmm. it just just doesn't really work, though. It's not as interesting as the first two seasons flashbacks of him trying to survive on the island and meeting Slate and all that. Like, they just don't have that, that attachment with this season, with uh, oh, the the Chinese family, I forget yeah. what. Yeah, the I forget fate. what their names are. No, not the fate. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. You see exactly our point. We don't know, and that just shows that we didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Even though the flashbacks are, are okay, but 
I view it as, as an okay season. Like, it, it, it's nothing here that really I hate, but there's nothing in here besides that mid-season finale, which I still really like, and mm-hmm. the Flash cameo at the last episode, and a few th- aspects of the season I like, but overall, it's just okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But considering how the first two seasons are so good, that's just a mistake, because yeah. I have a fine season from amazingness. It's... It, it's not necessarily a failure, but it's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And this season could have been a lot more better in my viewpoints, but you know, yeah. it is what it is, I guess. So yeah, that's my sixth least favorite. Your sixth least favorite, or your fifth, I guess we're going into our fifth now, Is or it's season six. We haven't talked about season six yet. I yeah, know yeah. you don't like the, it as much as I do. seven for me. Number seven, yeah, let's talk about that. Because that's number... That's number five for me. So, what's the difference you think between uh, season six and seven for you? Why do you like six, seven more than six? I I do because season seven at least has a great storyline mm-hmm. for a half a season that I like the prison sequence mm-hmm. that I love, and then once that prison sequence ends, like you mentioned, it just goes downhill and it doesn't recover. Yeah, season six. I feel like it had some episodes that are cool, like the storyline with uh, a Deathstroke. I yep. like those two episodes. Yep. I also I, I appreciate them going for the whole idea about Oliver being exposed and him dealing with allegations that he's the Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. And having Diaz being introduced as a villain, like I like Diaz, I especially the episode where he's introduced as a villain, like mm-hmm. I really like that, and I wish that they had more as a as a bigger threat throughout the season than just in the last five or six episodes, however long he was in there. Mm-hmm. But for me, as a whole, this season just doesn't work because you're going off of season five. Yep, and season five is a really good season. To go from season five to this, I feel is such a letdown. Mm. And it's something that I was hoping it wouldn't happen when I first watched it, but it turned out to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I I appreciate Michael Emerson as a villain. Like, he gives a good performance, but I don't really care for his character because we've seen a character like him before who, you know, is out for Oliver because of something that he supposedly did. It kind of reminds me of Prometheus. It's just done as well, mm-hmm. even though I understand it's different, obviously, but it, he just doesn't work as well for me mm-hmm. because he he gets killed. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Diaz is the real strings behind everything. Mm-hmm. I just wish Diaz was the main villain of the entire season instead of him. OK, so so it's, it's really bland. I, I just don't feel like they, they really did the Oliver reveal that well. Mm-hmm. But really what, what turns turns this for me, what I hate about this season is when the team goes to war against Oliver and company. Yeah. I hate that so much because it's stupid mm. because they find out that he's tracking them and then they're like, oh, you're spying on us. We can't trust you. So we're going to go and we're going to be our own team. And mm-hmm. it's just drama just to have drama. It's, it's dumb. It's stupid. I hate it. I also don't like the, the his son drama that, mm-hmm. that stuff. I don't really care for either, mm. but it's not as much as I hate the, the that drama. And that's when I turned on this season. That's when I was like, okay, you you've lost me season six. I just I can't handle this. This is so dumb. I can't believe that you have this as a plot line. It's ah, so so frustrating. Yeah. So 
So for me, like, I feel like the pr- problems are more consistent with Season 6 and Season 7. Right, Season 7, like I said, has at least a good storyline for the first half. This season, I feel like, has moments of greatness, of good ideas. It's just a whole season of just bland, not really caring for it that much. So it's one that I don't like to revisit that often, and that's mm-hmm. why I have it as low as I do. It, it, it just is consistently not that good, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and that's totally understandable. Like, maybe 6 and 7 are interchangeable, but, I mean, I like Season 6 because it kind of... I mean, I like Season 6 better than Season 7. It's 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 virtually a seed to me. Like, I don't view it as low as I do Season 7. The only reason why I think Season 7 is lo- lower is that I feel... That they should have ended at season seven. Like they had, they had at least a plan in season six. Everything is purposeful. I feel like Amiko Amiko is just a wish upon a star kind of create a anti villain extra stepsister, and I don't really. I think that's kind of that came out of nowhere. At least season six focused is about family. It's about um, his relationship with the son. It's about his relationship with the other teammates, and um, and obviously the drama with the team is kind of unbearable at times. But, I mean, it is kind of part uh, of Diaz's plan, I guess, to make Oliver suffer. Um, I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, um, whatever uh, Micah Emerson's character's name is. I don't even remember. Um, Miles, I don't either. Yeah, Miles Fench, I don't know. Other things he <laughs> play, I don't, you know. But Adventures will always remember you. Yeah, Benjamin Linus from Lost. I don't know the actor's name. I just I just know what he's played. So Honestly, he should just have every character be named Michael Emerson, and <laughs> we won't have this problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he, he he's just, he's a very interesting uh, a villain. I guess the idea of, like, a very tech-based villain um, which was working for a little bit, and sort of it, it worked. And uh, I mean, I, I wish they would have gone a couple different ways. I just, I, it's been a while since season six. Maybe I would view it differently if I rewatched it. Um, and I mean, there's some rough parts with you know um, Diaz and Laurel and all that stuff. Um, but I think Diaz is a really they have a good actor playing them. I just think it's it is focused, and no matter how we view it, it was at least focused to a point. I don't think season yeah. seven, other than him getting out of prison, they thought that was the ultimate end goal, and then he would become Green Arrow. End of the show, and they just didn't end it well because they wanted a twenty-three episode show, and they needed another ten episodes with Amico. So yeah, exactly um, that team ten episodes just doesn't do it for me. Um, when season six kind of does have a steady plan between villain, civil war, and a new villain. So, like, I think that kind of has a, a, like, the same tone, even though, like, some things you hate to see with the drama, and it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But I guess those yeah, are, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that, you know. The, there's definitely a better focus on it than season seven. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that the stuff that they have, that they focus on just is that... Uh, that powerful to me mm-hmm. and I just don't really care for it although it's not bad like I have seasons eight, season 4 at a D mm-hmm. and season 6 is a C minus so I mean it's not 
I, I like it better than season four, obviously. It, yeah. It's just not that great to me. So, yeah. I mean, it's because a lot of these grades I have are like one grade higher than others. So it's so like really close. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's just how it is for me. But. All right. Then I think we are now officially, we've talked about our, our five. So what's our top four? What's your fourth favorite Arrow season? All right. Number four is Arrow season eight. I agree. And I like season eight because, like we mentioned, it's it's a you know it's it's a world tour of Arrow. It's like the best of Arrow best hits. Com- com- compilation album. Yep. Because every episode at least has one person from Arrow's past, whether it's Quentin or mm-hmm. Thea or you know the the chick from season three, the yep. the Katana lady. I forget what her name is, but yeah. you know they at least have someone from the from his past to kind of make this like, oh yeah, I remember them and. It's usually them saying him saying goodbye to them, which which is kind of cool. It's it's a cool you know season from that aspect, and I do like that he gets to spend time with his children growing up. Like mm-hmm. I like that they tr- at least try to met the two's plot lines together. Because I forgot to mention in season seven, I hate the flash forwards; they're stupid and awful. But I'm glad that they at least tried to do something with that awfulness of season seven and make it work i guess mm-hmm. so so that i thought was cool and there were some good moments obviously and, and the finale is pretty cool with how they close everything up but the thing that i i can't put any higher than i do because i give season a to b minus and i do because it it's rough having this be a final season because it's all leading up towards crisis mm-hmm. everything that they're doing in this season is leading up towards the big crossover event crisis on infinite earths mm-hmm. and it, it feels like we're focusing on that instead of focusing on storylines from arrow itself mm-hmm. so so it feels kind of weird because it feels like it's it's pre-crisis on infinite earths so that's really what this season eight should have been subtitled mm-hmm. so it's not like it's gearing towards a finale but you know, it's geared towards Crisis, which technically is Arrow's finale, because, spoiler alert, he dies in Crisis. Mm-hmm. And so, the last couple episodes feel kind of awkward, because he's already dead. We've already kind of seen the end of his character, in a sense. So, so that's why it's this, the finale is a little weird, but it's still good. Like, I still like what they did with it and stuff. And, and the big aspect about it, why I rank it above the rest, 10 episodes. Like, at least we're not belaboring the point with this like we only have a few episodes we're doing it it's short and sweet mm-hmm. which i like about that but i just wish some of the episodes were more interesting because you have the first one which is really good then you have like two to three which isn't that interesting and mm-hmm. i think i think either four or five is kind of good and and, there, uh, and then there's a couple other ones that are kind of eh. although i do like the quinn one the quinn one's pretty good yeah but i hate the the pilot for the green a canary show but, that they yeah. might do the episode it's, after they got back from crisis yeah yeah that, that one's bad that, that's probably the worst one in the entire se- uh, season because uh, i hope that show doesn't happen that's <laughs> another time but, but overall like it, it's okay it's fine it, it just like, like you said they could have easily made season seven the final season mm-hmm. this feels like they're unnaturally making this show go longer just for it to appear in crisis which is what I feel when watching this season, but it's fine. Like, like under the given circumstances, it's okay. So that's why it's a B minus. Like, it's not high up there for me, but it's it's fine. It's okay season. I just like it a little bit better than season three because it has 
more cameos and makes me feel the heartstrings more than season three does. Yeah. So it's, it's okay season. I don't mind it, but not not a great season by any means. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's number four, the same on uh, my list too. It's um, I, I I like that it's um, that the I think the first episode is very very good to start off season uh, eight because like you get him back on the island, you're not sure what happens. You see a little Easter egg with the Batman mask, and you're like, wow, things have changed, and. Uh, and you see Tommy comes back, everything's different, and you're on Earth 2, you find out, but it's just, and when that Earth vanishes, you actually really feel it. I actually feel for Oliver, like, he got this family back, and then they're all gone, and poof, and and from this mission that he has to go on from the monitor, which is all basically what Season 8 is, and, um, and that's the reason why he has to go through these different aspects of meeting different versions of himself, different versions of other people. Like, it's cool to just see Adrian Chase in a Green Arrow costume. It's cool to see Tommy come back and play a character. It's cool to see Laurel be a very good version of a Black Canary. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, uh, Sarah comes back. um, You get people from the island come back. uh, Flashbacks are not really there, but... The finale episode, I think, is the best episode of season eight because I love that it just focuses on you know he's he's dead, the cemetery, and you get one full flashback of just nothing but action, and yeah. I just remember seeing that action sure. and being like, oh, you go, Stephen Amell, you go, stunt team, because that <laughs> looks good. So they didn't looks, hold anything back on that one. No, they went all out for that last episode, and um, just that tease of that green Green Lantern ring just blew my mind and. It's yeah, that was and cool. it's it kind of sucks because, like, the one thing I loved about season eight is how much emotion Stephen Amell kind of put into it, and I know he felt really passionate about it because it was a conclusion. Um, so it sucks that we don't. And he and he said he's never gonna probably come back. He's kind of done with the Arrowverse, even though he's he started it all. He's just tired and wants to move on. So like, makes sense. It sucks that he's gone, but like. He did a far better job kind of redeeming his character from season seven because all season seven was was like punish Oliver for how stupid his father was with Amiko, but yet he had nothing yeah. to do with it. But in season eight was like highlight reels of how awesome Steven Amell can be as the Green Arrow. And like, I mean, I'll even say even that last episode when his daughter ends up saying you have failed the city from the guy that Oliver did. You know, taking his son and everything like that. That was his final mission, as Diggle said in the finale episode. It's, like, kind of cool. That's probably my favorite part with, like, his daughter. It's just, like, she's stepping up to the plate. And it's not, like, a season seven step up where you don't really enjoy her. It's kind of, like, it's respectful. Like, and you get to see the statue and everybody. Um, I don't really like that everyone comes back after Crisis, like his mom's in the funeral, except his dad, because if his dad doesn't die, then he's not on the island, but, um, then again, those are nitpicks I can take with, I understand why they did that, so they can all be there at the, to see the grave and everything like that, I I think the middle part, are like, the parts when you're like, okay, we know he's gonna die, how is he gonna get there, and it's just kinda fuzzy, but the, I think the first two and the last, not the last two, because the last, second to last one's that Birds of Prey stuff, that Birds of Stuff, so. 
the yeah. Canary Show. So I just think it, it is done good and it is on the good side of Arrow's seasons. Yeah, like it didn't go to the end of the show. Like, it could have been done better, but I think given the circumstances, what they were doing, I, I think they did pretty decent. So. Yeah. So, so it, it's a good season. For sure. And my third favorite season is one of my ultimate favorite seasons, which is season five. I agree with you there. And uh, when I first watched season five, I thought this might be one of the best seasons of Arrow. And I've changed on that, but I view this so highly because I remember watching the Arrowverse starting up. You know, you start Flash, you start Arrow. I started when Arrow was on season four on Flash season two, rewatched through all of them so I could catch up. Uh, it was my junior year of high school. I'm not sure, junior or sophomore year. And uh, then as season five was starting, it just starts off like so, so much better. You know, the action's better. Like the suit is not this weird uh, green slate you're putting on to the suit. Like it's actually a green suit that looks fine instead of ugly. They give him sleeves. <laughs> yep. They went back to the sleeves and definitely a darker tone. Went back to the season one idea of him just killing people, which not because I don't like, but I kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. And above all, like the flashback is at least interesting because it gets you to where he is in season five and it also gets you to where he starts in season one. And. I can say probably the best part of season five, to me, is probably the villain. Because the villain doesn't is kind of not very important for the first half of it. He just like, don't kill Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen is mine. But once you reveal that that's Adrian Chase, um, and that actor gets to perform a very unique role, I just think it's it's solid hits pretty much from there on out. Because everything's out in the open. He knows who the bad guy is. The bad guy's ten steps ahead of him always. And the guy has good reason to hate Oliver because he killed his father unjustly back in season one. Didn't give him a chance to see justice. So this is all payback for that. Um, And it's not like, it's nothing as great as the first season, I mean the the best season of Arrow in my book. But it's definitely something that like I officially think Prometheus is probably one of the best villains because his action's done pretty well with Oliver and captures the sun i love the finale the finale is probably my favorite episode of season five and my second favorite is probably one of our favorites which is when oliver's in jail and you see nothing but flashback which is just Cap- so intriguing oh, man. Capuchon. and i think that might be one of the episodes where you get to see why adrian hates oliver so much like he just wants him to pay for all that he's done and he tortures him he tortures him he you know, shoots arrows at him, he burns his tattoo, and he has to deal with the Bratva, and then we see the whole season come back together, which is what Arrow was made to do, a five-year journey, concludes at the end of the flashback, so, um, it's at a B-plus for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of right there with you with season five, I mean, I agree with all you said, but, but kind of like with you, I was, I was so disappointed with season four that mm-hmm. I... I was still going to keep watching Arrow, but I kind of gave up that Arrow was going to ever do anything amazing like yeah. he did in the first couple seasons. But then once season five started airing, like after that first episode, he kills that person. Now going back to season one of like, no one should know my secrets. Yep. It's like, okay, this this might actually you know be something pretty cool. 
And of course, the first flashback being Russia, like that was cool, bringing it back to the long hair glory that he was, mm-hmm. and starting up the new team, which I kind of liked most of them. But I feel like season five, starting out the first half, kind of gets a little slow for mm-hmm. me. I mean, I, I really like this season. Don't get me wrong; it's number three for myself for a reason. I just I can't put it as I just wanted to because it kind of gets a while to get to how great Prometheus is, and yeah. gets a while to figure out where the season's kind of going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Once we get to that mid-season finale, which is amazing, and you mm-hmm. and you find out that that Oliver killed Prometheus' dad and stuff, like, oh, man, that is, that is awesome stuff. And from there to the rest of the season is phenomenal. Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Prometheus is so good of a villain. He's like five steps ahead of everybody with his planning. And it's it's awesome. It, it, it's not as good as the Joker, obviously, in Dark Knight, but it kind of reminds me of him a little bit. Mm. And Heath Ledger's Joker reminding me of him. That's a good sign in my book. Yeah. Uh, so, so I really like him. I like I think the action's better. It's more grounded than it was in last season. It definitely corrected after how ridiculous season four got, and they brought it back to its roots in season one. Which makes sense in the story because this is the end of his five-year journey on the island. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they go back to the roots of Oliver. And I, and I like that. I think that's actually a pretty clever, pretty good. Why the flashbacks work in Russia where they didn't work in season three with China as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like those. And they correlate more to this this season than they did in season three, which is awesome. Uh, and obviously, we talked about Capuchon. And you mentioned how great the episode is. But one thing I also want to highlight is I just, I love that the episode was all about Prometheus wanting Oliver to admit that not only he was a killer, mm. but that he liked it. Yeah. Like that was his whole goal breaking Oliver. Yeah. And he did all that stuff, that torturous stuff, which just made me, when I watched it the first time, like almost like shed a tear. I was like, oh man, this is like gritty stuff like this is mm-hmm. like this is this a season one episode like i i, I feel like this is mistaken or somewhere but mm-hmm. but they they made that episode work really well and mm-hmm. i i just I, I love that and i love you know like anatoly being against oliver like that was an interesting you know kind of direction yep. taking those characters which i liked and you know what everyone else does like i like my wild dog and bringing Dinah in kind of worked actually mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that I really feel like didn't work this season there's only one episode that I hate and that's the Oliver Fliss episode where they're under the bunker yeah that episode I don't think works I understand why they did it but I, I still don't really care for that one that much mm-hmm. I wish that they could have cut that out to make it a little bit better but you know it's it's what it is and but you, you it's not mentioned but season three was the last time we had seen Slade Wilson played by Manu Bennett. And because he got beaten by a girl, he promised he would not come back to the show unless it was done Deathstroke, unless Deathstroke was done right. And he came back for season five. He did. Like, In the final episode, oh. well, second to last episode, he officially came back. But he was a main character in the last episode, which oh. is a good correlation going into the last episode, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because like we mentioned, Estro came back and they did him right. Because he's not a crazed person. He, he had, he's he gotten the mirror crew detox out of him and mm-hmm. he's in his right mind. He's an ally to Oliver, mm-hmm. which is cool to see that mentorship back from when we saw him in the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. All, everybody's on the island. It's great because you have them, and then you have 
of course you have oh, oh Talia Al Ghul mm-hmm. there as well, and a couple other villains from Oliver's past. Yeah, which is great. And you blow and up the island at the end. It's just oh. yeah. That's the end. They correlate that with what's going on, like the flat correlates to what Oliver's doing at the last couple of minutes of that episode. Yeah. Like that is just nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what's gonna happen because I mean. He has the island set to detonate if he dies, mm-hmm. so you know that Oliver might or might not kill him because he has he has William with him. Mm-hmm. So you're not sure what happens, and then once the island blows up, then you're like, "Oh man, what is gonna happen? I need to know now." And like, <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's it, it's so good. Like I could go on talking about how great that episode is. Well, that might be my favorite. Yeah. Well, because Prometheus's plan gets like his plan is just to admit, to, like, make Oliver admit that he has killed people unjustly, that he is a murderer. But his mm-hmm. last resort is to force Oliver to kill him, to kill Prometheus, to prove to Oliver again that he's a murderer. So Oliver chooses. Yeah, so it makes total he's sense. He's willing to kill himself yep. just to make that a Point. reality. Yep. Which that shows how devoted he is. Like that's awesome. You would not see Damian Dark doing that. No. And so, even when they bring back Prometheus, they bring him back in just the same creepy psychopath way that makes Oliver just go crazy. Um, yeah, that's why I, sure. I love that that actor and what he did for that role for sure. So season yeah. season five definitely a boost up for both of us for sure. Oh, oh for sure. That's why I give it an A minus because mm. I I think they really course corrected that season. There's just a couple nitpicks that I have that yeah. could make the of the season an A plus, but overall it's a really good season. And what gave me hope that Arrow was back on the right track. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm at, that's why I'm at this point with Season 6 as I am, because mm. it's such a downgrade in quality from how great Season 5 was. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I would give it a, I'm going to give it an A-2. Like, it's definitely one of my favorite seasons. Brings It brings Arrow back for me. Like, it made Arrow great again. That's you. what I said back in high, high school. Made Arrow yeah, great that's again. That's why I said my freshman year of college. <laughs> like, you know, when Arrow tops Flash as being the best Arrowverse season, yeah, and that was the first time I could say that in a while. Yeah, I felt pretty good about that. So that's our, our third favorite season, Hunter. What is your second favorite season of Arrow? There's only All two right, left. That, that that was a tough one because the last two seasons we have are the first two, yep. which are the best seasons of Arrow. Mm-hmm. In fact, both of them been a plus for me. They're mm-hmm. that good. I love them a lot. It's tough because it's like picking your favorite kid. You know, <laughs> you kind of have them, but you don't want to admit it out loud. But I had to go I had with to the oldest one. one over the, what was that? I had to go with the oldest one, but the it's one. not because I don't like the second one. I really want to put the second one up there, and uh, I think my stance is my second favorite is season two. What is your second favorite? Yeah. Season two as well. Okay. I had to go for it because I, I like season two because it's it's different than season one. Like, I like that they went in a somewhat different direction. Like, they made Oliver not a killer. Like, they changed his character that way to, through Tommy's death, make him realize, hey, being a killer might not be the best way to do this. To have a team and such. So, I really like that development in his character. I think that makes sense for this season. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I like, I think the drama is pretty good with the mom, like, her in prison and then... Mm-hmm. Then her coming back into the fold a little bit, like, like that's good, and just a season, but with introducing Miraku through Sebastian Blood, like mm-hmm. I think that's what that character's name is. Like I like that. I thought that was actually kind of interesting. 
But obviously the best part of this season that makes it great is Deathstroke. He's amazing in this season. Mm-hmm. And I love what they do because the flashbacks correlate so much. Probably the best with any Arrow season. Mm-hmm. Because you see this degrade of their friendship. Because they start out as the best of friends. And then he gets injured, Deathstroke. And then he gets injected with Mirakuru. Which changes his mind and makes him turn crazy to where he's the villain. And then Oliver has to eventually, at some point, you know, kill choose between either killing him or kill him, and he kills him. So you really see that degrade of friendship on the island, which makes it so interesting. Because mm-hmm. when we get to the present day stuff, that's when Deathstroke, we find out he's the main villain behind Sebastian Blood, behind everything that's going on this season, which is so cool. And just that episode where an Oliver sees him again at his house talking with his mom like that's mm-hmm. just awesome stuff because the first thing he wants to do is kill him with a pen but obviously you know he's not Deathstroke says oh no man you ain't gonna do that yeah so so I just oh, I, I love that and it's a season where I you know you, you get hints of Felicity and Oliver to, that they might have uh, a romantic interest honestly together. I like that if they would even I, I do too to sprinkle that in there then sprinkle it more in season three and let it grow and mature so I like that. That's at season two, and even though I'm a, oh, yeah. I I like the original, you know, Sarah and Oliver. I think they were probably the best Black Canary Green Arrow combo. Yeah, I do like the sprinkled out in season two. Well, speaking of Sarah, I like that they introduced her because mm-hmm. you know we thought that she was dead in season one. Yep. But then they bring her back because she actually survived the island and became a trained assassin, which is how they introduced League of Assassins into the Arrowverse. But she does bring a good foil into this season because she also has history with Deathstroke, so that makes sense throughout that. Mm-hmm. And they even rekindled their romance a little bit, Oliver and Sarah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that she, that she was a good foil into the mix. Like, a broad good drama was not just her and Oliver, but also her and Laurel and Quentin. Like, I thought all that was, was pretty good as well. So I, yeah. I, I thought that my favorite version of sarah is how she was in season two so mm-hmm. I, I really liked what they did with her in that season like but it, it made sense yeah figuratively and they introduced anatoly which i love anatoly he mm-hmm. becomes one of my favorite characters throughout arrow so i think props for that yeah um, so. and i would say season two almost got on my favorite because it introduces the flash the episode oh, that's eight, true the scientist is oh that, my word barry oh, allen it's, comes it's off amazing. that taxi i think it was a taxi it's so good so and just oliver realizing there's something awkward with this kid and there's something off about him unsure about him and then it's a two-parter so like barry is told to yeah. leave but he's told to come back because oliver's gonna die and he helps heal him so the reveal happens that he barry finds out he's the green arrow and you know i Maybe Cisco and Caitlin come. I'm not, I know they're a part of that no, episode, they, but I don't come know. Come on, later in the season. Okay, later. That's right. So yes. like, it's cool to start seeing teases of a bigger universe, and you know, I love that. I love the multiverse and um, what they've done so well in connecting a big universe together, and that's my DC dream, you know, in the movies. But I just love seeing that come to fruition in season two, and, uh, and then again, we get a little sneak peek of the pilot of Flash in that. Uh, episode nine, I believe of uh, yeah, the mid-season you know, finale. Yeah. So where the last yeah. uh, the last few minutes are the basic the first few minutes of the flash pilot, yep. which is awesome. 
and you're just like you were born you were in a bitter bigger universe you just don't know it yet that's what i think of every single time i see that see that i see that that line from adventures and just um, iron man iron man okay and just thinking about that when i see the flash come in there and um and to also give some props to season two a lot of times second seasons are known for for not take to taking the character and changing them and second seasons can be seen as the season that changed it in in, in general because it propels yeah. it into a situation where the third season has the course to correct or it doesn't get a third season because it's just not good anymore. And I think second season... Oh, just season... hear me talk about Heroes. I'll tell you all about how that <laughs> Yeah, the second season of Heroes. Yeah, I've heard about that one. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the first season if you don't get anything from that. The rest sucks. But that's, we're not talking about Heroes. <laughs> but, like, it's just... It doesn't... It doesn't change the character in any wrong way. It doesn't make season three be a course correction. It really continues all over from season one. Like, because of the death of Tommy, he chooses not to kill people anymore. Like, he resolves he is going to do justice now. He is not going to kill people unjustly. He's going to be called the Arrow, not the Hood anymore. So I, I appreciate, you know, that this this kind of brings him into more of a, instead of a Robin Hood, more of like a Green Arrow stance. And you always have that Green Arrow, Deathstroke uh, rivalry because they're both um, not really bad guys or good guys. Like, Green Arrow is never a super, super A-plus guy. He can be an anti-hero kind of a guy that's a Robin Hood kind of a hero, a guy that takes from the rich and gives to the poor. Destro can be a mercenary for hire, you know, take from the rich, give to someone else. So, like, and the best part, and you reiterated it, is Monty Bennett playing Destro. Like, amazing. Like, you want a person with that kind of presence when Oliver and him are walking out of the, the uh, what is it, the Queen Mansion, and they're just talking, yeah. and Oliver is realizing that the, like, the end of the world is coming, because his enemy is back somehow. It's mm -hmm. just, that tension is amazing. You just have to hear him say the word kid, and immediately you just you feel it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and just so and again, you, you hit it right with the flashbacks. I mean, we learned about you learned about how they were like brothers together, and because they were brothers, uh, they were growing closer together. There's a couple of issues I do have when it comes to Shadow, and um, mm. and, and that's kind of not necessary, but I kind of do understand because. We always, when you get to season two, you realize that Slade does have a thing for Shadow. It's kind of in the background. And I, I notice it when I've rewatched them and I watch people go through season two. Is that Slade does kind of have a couple views of uh, Shadow in ways that you can tell are very sexual or romantic. Yeah. But he just yeah, can't more verbalize than platonic. it. Yes, but he can't verbalize <laughs> it. And Oliver's such a player that he just straight up goes and gets Shadow, takes her from Slade's desires and ends up shadow dies and that's the cause to why he does what he does in season two just to make mm -hmm. oliver suffer um and the real reason why i would say that this is not my favorite over season one is this starts the idea that oliver has to has to suffer 
and the villain has to have a connection to Oliver. The reason why I think season one and season one's my favorite season, I think that beats it just by a hair, is because even though Malcolm Mergon does have a connection from being the dad of Oliver's, you know, best friend and, you know, the stepfather to Thea, as we would find out, he really has no connection as far as we know. He just wants to see justice because of what yeah. happened to his wife. So, like, to me, it has no connection to Oliver. It's just a good reason. Well, actually, it's a terrible reason to kill people. But he has a reason for killing people, and he wants to do it. It just so happens that with Destro, with Raus uh with Prometheus, and with uh, Emiko, everything has to deal with Oliver somehow. And that's why I love yeah. like season one being not really about Oliver. It's just about two people having different views on justice and revenge. So, yeah, and kind of going off of that a little bit, like that's kind of what I like about season one as well. That's, that's our my, favorite, by the way. Yeah, that's our favorite, by the way. In case we didn't realize, and it, it gives the edge to season two because of just the rawness of the season. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have in mind about having it be the granddaddy of the Arrowverse. It didn't imagine any of that. It was just about doing a version of Batman Mm -hmm. with a guy with a bow and arrow. Like, that's really what the season was going for. And I, you can see the dark and grittiness that's in this season. Like, I love seeing that first episode. I remember watching it on Netflix and just wondering, like, what is going on here? Who is this guy? Like, what? What's this all about? You know, like I just remember watching that first episode and immediately being hooked because it gave you that mystery as to who this guy is. And like, once he gets captured, once he gets back home in that first episode, and he, you know, he obviously unties himself from the chair, which is a great moment. And then mm-hmm. they start shooting at him, and he kills those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the moment when I realized, oh, this is not going to be your average superhero show where, mm-hmm. you know, the good guys or the bad guys are going to get punched out and they're going to go to jail. Like, mm-hmm. he's about killing these guys, and he's about righting the wrongs of his dad. Like, that is the, the drive of that season, and that's what starts him to be the Green Arrow, and that's what gets him to eventually bring john in who is just a great character i, I love john diggle like he is mm-hmm. oliver's right hand man eventually becomes his best friend like i love seeing the start of his relationship with him and obviously felicity comes in later as their tech support person which is which is great because i love felicity in the first two seasons it's the reason why she stayed to, to be that character yeah. so i i love that and I cannot iterate enough, even though this is not the way you handle justice, but I just love seeing Oliver just kill people, just straight up murdering them. Like, to me, that, that's awesome. You have failed this city. Dare to the chest. Yep. Like, oh, I just, I, I, I love that. Because this guy is all about doing justice the way he, he sees it. Because through his time on the island, which at that point we get a glimpse of and through the flashbacks, but we don't know everything about it. Mm-hmm. So we get this guy has changed and this is how he sees fixing his city. Because mm-hmm. how, how he starts out on the island being that rich spoiled kid, eventually becoming to that merciless killer is very interesting. And that's why I like the season one flashbacks, even though I think season twos are better. Mm-hmm. But I like season one introducing the idea of Oliver becoming this hero mm. to where Destro comes in and he you know he trains him on the island yeah Faye does and he mm-hmm. learns all these skills 
to eventually at the end when he's fighting fires the bad guy in the flashbacks yeah where he shoots him in the eye with an arrow that's mm-hmm. when you're like oh yeah now i'm starting to see the ruthless killer that is in oliver mm-hmm. so i think that's really interesting obviously tommy and laurel they're they're being his friends i like that and the journey that they go on especially tommy like i really like the journey he goes on like i think that's cool and you mentioned about malcolm merlin being the dark archer being the main villain like i like that being the the antagonist because it correlates a lot with oliver because he's really the same as oliver Mm -hmm. the only difference between them is that his method of fixing the city is on grander scale of killing people Mm -hmm. so that's really what's you know, differentiates itself between the two. And you really see that in the final episode, which is probably the best episode of the season, that finale episode mm-hmm. where Tommy dies. And that's what starts him on the path to where he goes on season two with not killing people. But honestly, I, I just, I, I love so much about just the mystery behind Moira knowing about how uh, how his dad got killed the on the booklet. island. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the booklets. Yeah, the, the names. I like that, which is what gets Felicity involved. And I mean, I could talk about this season all day. Like, this season just has a lot of great stuff. And like I said, the main reason why I give it, um, you know, as number one, because I just, I love the rawness of this season, the multiple mysteries that this season just does so good of introducing and then eventually answering what I, I just, I love it. I love seeing seasons or movies or shows where you see the origin of something that I think is great. That's why I love Iron Man so much because it feels, it doesn't feel like an MCU film. It yeah. feels like it's trying to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think from season one. It's just trying to be its own thing and setting up something great without having to worry about, oh, Flash is in the universe, or yeah. Legends is in the universe. It's about being its own thing. And that's why I love season one. It's a season I've watched the most. I could watch season one anytime and, and love it. It's it's, it's awesome. So mm. I, I love season one a lot. And that's why it serves an A+. It's, it's amazing to me. Even though there are a few issues here and there, but by yeah. and large, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I am getting into a great show in my aspect, which is the show called Lost. And one thing Errol took from it is the flashbacks. And mm-hmm. none of those Arrow flashbacks at all in any seasons compared to The Lost. Trust me, if you watch Lost, some of their flashbacks are really heartfelt and very rough to watch. But you understand where the characters come from, which is the basis for why they did this in Arrow. Why is he changed? Because of your flashbacks you're seeing in the island. Mm-hmm. But I am going to disagree a little bit, and I'm going to say Season one flashbacks are at least the same as Season 2. Because if you definitely, especially if you watch Lost, from what they start with Arrow, like how he just tries to live on an island, which, you know, I'm watching Lost, that's part of it. But how he does that and the training he gets, we see exactly that training going to full effect in that episode itself. So it it, it correlates itself. And uh, it's it's at least maybe just as good as the season two flashbacks because you get the Brotherhood of Slade. But it's just, it's it's done. Like, almost everything is on fire. The flashbacks make sense. You you get yeah. the focus of what they're doing. And, just like in Lost, there's always questions. And that's what I appreciate about Lost, is that it gets your, it gets you theorizing what is happening. And not because Errol has as much as that in Lost. But it has a booklet, it has a list of names, it has one focused. 
you know, erase my wrongs, you know, do right for me, which is what Oliver's dad's last wish is. But you get all these twists and turns of does, you know, My Mira know everything? Does his mom know stuff? What happened? Like, why is the ship in like a little storage container? You know, does Steel know anything? You know, Felicity is trying to find us all this information. His You get flashbacks with his dad and his mom about this inner circle of people, these rich people that want to, you know, destroy the city, then build it back up in their own image. So, like, it, it's very mysterious. It's very uh, Robin Hood mixed with a mystery and a booklet and uh, A plus of a season. I, I cannot agree more. So, yeah, uh, that was our rankings of... Uh, of Arrow, would you like to say anything to any uh, Arrow fans out there before we leave about just the whole seasons of Arrow yeah. in general? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would say if you guys are wondering about getting into Arrow, I just want to warn you right off the bat: Arrow is not a consistent series. Mm-hmm. It is a series like if you heard us talk about, it's a valley plateau season. There are highs which are extremely high. Then once it's low, my goodness, is the season low? Like it, it goes to the depths of awfulness. Mm-hmm. But there are there's a lot of good moments in Arrow that I think you guys should definitely check out. Like the first two seasons, I think are amazing. Like, at least check those out. Like like they're like they're great characters for setups for Oliver and company, and the action is just amazing. Like there's even in the seasons which aren't that that great. Like the action is still pretty decent. So it's a cool show that's, that kind of makes you feel like you're watching Batman, even though it's not necessarily Batman. But it's it's a show that, yeah, even though it might get low and you might feel like you want to quit, especially around season four, I say keep going at it because Arrow gets it gets good. Like, like there's season one, two, and five are the best ones, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you should definitely watch those ones. Mm-hmm. So I would say check, check out Arrow. It's, it's a great show. Uh, Give it a chance. Watch it all the way through at least once, and just give it a chance. Because you know, if you stop it, you will miss out on some goodness. So mm-hmm. check out Arrow. I, I, I strongly suggest checking it out. It's, it's a pretty good show overall. Yeah, and my final statement to anyone that either hasn't watched Arrow or has, and if if anyone that's watched this is just sneaking the peek, what you think of what we think of Arrow, and if they should watch it. I would say if you're definitely interested in the Flash TV show, if you're invested to the CW's TV, DC TV shows, um, definitely give it a, a uh, try. Uh, it's not for everyone, um, I, and I understand that because it is darker. Um, but if you do like action, if you like a a show that definitely is a very good origin story, that's season one at its finest. And I think it's probably... The best, I mean, we haven't had Flash to have eight seasons. I'll judge Flash when it has eight seasons to see if it's better than Arrow or not. But as in the recent, since 2012, it's probably one of the best DC TV shows since 2012 when it came out. So, um, eight seasons ago. And that's saying that it's because of all the other DC stuff that's been out. But, like, you know, with Gotham, with The Flash, with, you know, Batwoman, with Supergirl, with other DC TV shows and the DC streaming service, it definitely came out before all those because it is the granddaddy of them. And uh, if you're interested at all to watching a lot of backstory, a lot of flashbacks, but having them correlate to present day. And if you're a fan of Stephen Amell and his ripped abs, then you would like the show. (laughs) 
Yes, get, get used to the so, salmon ladder. <laughs> so, so I guess I can get season four a C minus then, because I forgot to mention about the abs. <laughs> All right, that but, is yeah, our review of the Arrow's eight seasons. It is Arrow. I mean, uh, uh, Hunter, would you like to finish out this podcast, this episode, with Arrow's most famous line? Oh, I would, and I would say, for all of you, you all, myself included, have failed this city. See ya.